Some men do say King Arthur is not dead, but by the will of our Lord Jesus sleeps, yet to awake, deathless, and reassure us, and therefore is it, that grave where he is laid, this legend hath, that still his kingdom keeps. Gather round all you hums of Camelot, cuz It's your boys in the back to rock the spot The podcast about Merlin season three And on the mics tonight, yo, Chris and Jeremy And they're here to break down every episode So leave those five stars and click that download Enjoy the show, whether you're chilling or working So let's jump into season three of Merlin, cuz Still his kingdom keeps Still his kingdom keeps Still his kingdom keeps Excalibur in the streets and magic in the sheets, huh? I'm Jeremy Greer. And I've shapeshifted into Chris's body. And this is Still His Kingdom Keeps, a creepy but necessary podcast where uh, alternate alternate Chris has come to do a podcast with us on the TV show Merlin. You're never not going to get me. I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at surviving your little pranks at the beginning of this podcast, uh, alternate Chris. But I, I'm, you still get me. You still throw me out of my rhythm just enough to make me repeat things. I the think. only one really getting pranked here is me because I, I don't think of one until the second that I hear you say your name and I go, oh, shit, I didn't think of one yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're back. Uh, we're season f- episode five of season three, uh, introducing a major character of the series in the form of Gawain. Um Am I saying that right? How do you? Because I kind of. I think pr- I. It's spelled Gwen, uh-huh. like almost like Wayne with a G in front of it. Uh-huh. But it seems like everybody says Gawain. It seems like they say Gawain. Uh, so and I'm that's just, how I would always read the name. But I think the name is typically spelled a different what, way. So what? Let's if, just say Gawain. What if Goofy had to pronounce everybody in our theory yeah. legend? That's Merlin and Gawain. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think if we say it fast enough, then uh, nobody can catch us. Oh. Arthur, <laughs> like yeah. just go to those yeah. real high pitched ones right there. Go away! Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> that was my goofy nope. impression, everybody. Uh, I can't. T- I can't. <laughs> don't make me. Don't start that. Um, yeah, this is this is a good episode, uh, and even better is going to patreon.com slash monster of the week and supporting this episode directly. That'd be super cool to yes. do. Uh, That'd be excellent. We've got some some exclusive stuff happening over there. You should go check it out. Uh, we have a Discord server that you can join and hang out with us and mm-hmm. chat. Always a good time. Uh, in the meantime, let's find out what has been going on in Merlin. What has been going on in Merlin? Chris! <laughs> Last time on Merlin, having never learned a single lesson in his life, but also somehow always wanted to see the best in people, Merlin freed a goblin from a barrel in the library, and all hell broke loose. We had farts in the throne room, throne room, bald Uther, alcoholic mischief, and Gaius's tonguing down golden coins like they were going out of style. In the end, with Gwen's help, Merlin was able to recapture the goblin, and everyone agreed it would be best if we all just forgot about this episode. Yes, agreed. Nobody needs the goblin episode anymore. Uh, this is Merlin, season three, episode five. Gawain! You want, to do, you want me to do the whole episode description in that voice, Chris? You think I can pull it off? Uh, yeah, without... I would, I would, I'd, yeah, I'd appreciate that. <clears throat> When Merlin and Arthur find themselves vastly outnumbered in a tavern brawl, an enigmatic man leaps, helps lead them to victory. The stranger risks his life to protect the prince and is seriously wounded in the process. Arthur takes him back to Camelot, where he quickly sets about drinking charming ladies and causing trouble for Merlin. That seems like that. That was like a half 
way between Goofy and Mickey Mouse. I, I, I got, you know how I get, Chris. I start doing an accent. I just move to other accents during the middle moved of to, it. You move to child Jeremy? Yeah. I start going to child Jeremy, everybody. But nobody, I can't do any of the voice. I can do a ha-ha. I think that's about the most Mickey Mouse I'm going to get. I can't. I don't think I can do a Goofy. I don't, definitely can't do and a Goofy. And I don't think anyone wants me to. There's Every once in a while, I can do the, like, I, my, I, I, somehow my mouth, like, moves into the right shape. And I can, like, just do an extended Donald Duck thing. Um, but it's like once every four years yeah. and, and it just drives Autumn crazy. She's like, I, I'm it's glad. It's like a leap year. Yeah, it really is. It's like the, the fucking, some moon moved in front of a planet and all of a sudden my mouth is crooked and I can do a Donald Duck impression and that's it. It's never happened on a podcast and Autumn tries to shut me down as soon as it happens within reason. I don't blame her. So It's like it's like lycanthropy, but it's just, it's after I go to a werewolf, 100%. doing a Donald I, Duck I just, voice. Yeah, I'm, I'm a were, I'm a were Donald, which is just Perfect. the worst Perfect. thing. Perfect. Um, uh, uh, all yes. right, we start this episode in, in an unusual way, I think. Um, I don't know. It was just something about it. Like, it's just Arthur and Merlin. They were off, like, clearly hunting in the woods together. Just a boy's trip. No guards, no armor. Just a boy's trip. Just a little boy's trip. And then they, trip. Find, they find a village out in the woods. And Arthur is like, hey, let's go Let's go get a drink. I, I would love a, a tankard of mead. There's no better way to measure the mood of the people, he says, than to, to go and have a drink with them, to, to sit at the tavern. Merlin is like, this is such a fucking stupid idea, but okay. <laughs> uh, they enter a tavern. I love I love a local tavern scene. Like nobody treats mm-hmm. treats them as unusual. Um, they sit down, and immediately the waitress comes over, cleans the table, and is like, "Well, aren't you a handsome fella?" And Arthur takes this to mean him because he is used to being the handsome fella in this relationship. But no, the waitress slash innkeeper, which we're going to learn here in just a second, it means Merlin. Merlin is the sexy yeah. one in the duo. Uh, yeah. Very funny. They order meat. This is dude. This is this, nobody has ever gassed Merlin up like this before. This is a big moment for him. He's having a great time, dude. He's, this is yeah. good. Uh, Especially any compliment that can be given at Arthur's expense is, is really all that Merlin could ever hope for. Absolutely, yeah. Just not even just a normal compliment, but one that comes specific, specifically at Arthur's yeah. expense. Um, into the tavern walks what I called a certified bad dude because I never learned his yeah. name. So oh, this, for this sure. dude, this dude was just CBD the entire. In, in you know what notes. his name is? It's Dagger. Is it really just Dagger? Um, oh, it it's is. Either either his it name is. is Dagger or his or sidekick is Dagger. One of them. There is, is one of those name is Dagger, and do you know how they spelled it? D A G R. Like it's the fucking That's, like you oh. like like it's a site for meeting other people that are into daggers. <laughs> like yeah. it's a fucking yeah, 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 it's yeah, a matchmaking yeah. site for people who just like steal. <laughs> like what yeah. the fuck? Dagger spelled like that gives me like a Norse vibe, but this guy's not important enough for anything like that. So no, not basically at all. he comes in and he's demanding a tithe or whatever the hell from from the the innkeeper here. Um, clearly they all have to pay this thug money. And when Arthur sees this going down, he tries to confront the guy and things quickly get out of hand. Yeah. Uh, Berlin makes a comment, which causes uh, the dude's backup to come in. And then, of course, it's on. It's time for a melee. I yeah. feel like our, our conversation about this episode is going to go pretty quickly because there's extended minutes of this episode, which are just dudes fighting. And this is like a, a good three and a half minutes of people just fighting and one another. And it's good stuff. It's fun. It's, fun. it's really fun to yeah, watch. Yeah, I just, so, you know. No complaints, but there's not a lot to really talk about other than the fact that it's Merlin and Arthur versus this huge group of guys this handsome stranger decides to join in with them. And then I think once that happens, then just the people who are drinking at the tavern are like, fuck it. We'll fuck be, it. Let's we'll fight. Throw yeah. Our, so our in with them. Um, this, this goes on for a while until the first dude uh, pulls a knife on Arthur and Gwen, uh, 
inserts himself in the middle of it, taking the dude down and managing to get his leg stabbed in the process. Uh, and then when he sees the wound and the, and the blood rushing out, he passes out, hitting his head on, on the on the thing, on the on a chair, and then like you know basically knocks himself cold. Um, mm-hmm. They put this dude. Let's just call him Dagger. I guess I don't care yeah. if it's his actual name or not. They put Dagger in a stockade. That we have a classic Merlin moment where we're just throwing vegetables at a bad dude. Uh, you and love a hard cut to a man get hit with vegetables. It's been too long. It's actually, been too long. It's been, too long. it's been too we long. We need we need one per I, season. <laughs> we needed to do that to to Merlin more often. I understand Colin here had an allergy to tomatoes or whatever, but it's still I can't. Nothing like a stern hard cut of Merlin giving somebody lip. And then suddenly he's in the stocks again. I can't wait till they finally find out that Morgana is evil and they have to do this to Morgana. I think she's going to be a perfect person for That's how they're going to handle it. That's going to have, because they can't kill her. She's Uther's ward yeah. or whatever. So, yeah. yeah, Uther's like, you're my ward and I cannot do this, but you must be punished. <laughs> However, and she's all fiery and ready to snap back and then hard cut to people throwing cabbage at her. And she, she's just sputtering as just weird yeah. vegetable is all in her face. Uh we um Arthur also announces like, hey, if this dude ever comes back, you you send word to Camelot and I'll send soldiers. And they're like, well, that doesn't seem like something anybody could just promise. And he's like, yeah, but I am the son of the king. I am Prince Arthur. And and the the innkeeper is extremely excited. She's like, in my yeah. restaurant, like you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. And then they all just start throwing vegetables <laughs> at that dagger. It's very hilarious. Yeah. Just a win across the board here, pretty much. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. They, uh, uh, they take Gwen back to the castle to be treated, and then the next morning he wakes up shirtless in Merlin's bed. Who Gwen spends a lot of time shirtless. Uh, we should we should just acknowledge the fact that this dude is an absolute capital H hunk. Uh, yeah, his yeah. his attitude, his his body type is very stereotypical hunk. <laughs> his uh, body type, yep. He's got the hair. You asked me what I thought of him, and I went, "He's okay." He's okay. Yeah, I wasn't going to share that. <laughs> I didn't want I didn't want anybody to, to to call you out or anything because if you're just, uh, I mean, you find Gwen mid, right? Like you just think this is a mid character. <laughs> so. I didn't call him mid. Okay. <laughs> I got the text messages, Chris. He's fine. All right. He's fine. He's okay. He's a he's a he's a guy that goes around spending. <laughs> Uh, just a lot of time shirtless. Did you see? Uh, just casually mention this because I know you don't. You're not always in the Discord. Did you see the picture that um, our Discord person Auntie L posted today? No, um, I did not. Where she met Gwen in real life, and somebody snapped a picture, and for all the world, it looks like he is just staring directly at her chest, and she's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and then there's just a girl in the background who just looks pissed about it. Oh no! <laughs> and Auntie L is like, yeah, she 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 likes this dude, and she's like, "It's a hilarious picture. Like, it's not. It's yeah, she's yeah. the one posted it, right? Like, this isn't a thing, but oh, it's funny. it's just very funny. Um, he, got, he got caught in the act. The next day, uh, Gwen wakes up, um, and. We start getting a little bit of a peek into his attitude, where he would not have saved Arthur if he'd known he's a noble. He kind of has a distaste for nobles. He's not really tempted by any reward from King Uther. He's met kings before. Uh, he just really wanted to join in the battle because they looked like they were going to lose, and he wanted to change the odds. Um, so he's kind of just like this rogue guy with maybe not a lot of principles, but maybe he just wants to help people. Uh, is kind of what we're getting a vibe of right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically... Um, he's a heartthrob, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Put this guy on the yeah. cover of Team nothing, Beat Magazine. Nothing better than a guy who breaks the rules but still does the right thing. Like, come on, forget exactly. About it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Forget Absolutely. About it. Any dual wield swords. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if, unless not because he doesn't really like break the rules so much as he flouts them. Anybody that's flouting oh, rules out there, dude, man, that's dude, fucking hot. The rules. That is hot. That is a that is a hot thing to do. That is hot girl forget behavior right it. there. Yeah. I am into yeah. it. Um. 
we sc- jump from over there to Merlin opening up Arthur's room. Well, it looks like Arthur is doing like stretches in the background. I guess he's like a little stiff from the he's fight. Doing. Yeah, he's, he's prepping for the melee. He's just yeah. like, I just found out about this thing called stretching. <laughs> yeah, I read this in Morgana's zine. It's really weird. She calls it Yaga. <laughs> Do you know anything yeah. about this? Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> um, Merlin's like, it's probably magic. Avoid it. Yeah, it's um, definitely sorcery. Uh, that's another thing that, that Uther is about to outlaw. Stretching. He doesn't like it. It doesn't like it. It's too much like sorcery. It makes me feel things that i'm not supposed to feel things yeah, yeah. um arthur sees that this is sir darian who's arrived for the melee which we did not know about until this moment um merlin makes fun of the melee as just a concept of just a bunch of dudes hitting each other uh and then arthur throws a cup at his head and it's very funny typical typical uh, arthur merlin banter it's just mm-hmm. pants you know that's just what pants. That these boys are all about it's just pants it's just banter between boys. It's literally what I wrote in my notes. I'm such a piece of shit. You're not a piece of shit for that. That's exactly what it is, dude. Uh, Come on. All right. Where are we at? We are... Uh, we go back to the to Dagger. Okay, yeah. We, um, he has gone to a craftsman. Sure. And he has requested what I believe is called a st- Stalorn Blades. It doesn't matter. Basically, he has gone to this guy to have magically enchanted swords that um, are super, super sharp, but just appear to be blunted because you can use blunt weapons in the melee, of course. Seems like he's really going the extra mile on this one. Um, but yeah, they're actually super sharp. They look, they look blunted. And then one other thing that he gets from this guy are magic enchanted crystals these fellows are going to wear as necklaces uh and when these crystals come in contact with uh someone's blood the wearer of said crystal can transform into that person so um they're going to shapeshift they can do some shapeshifting yep. and of course they kill the guy who gave them all of this before they leave of course That's they do it has, to, has to be badass and they're gonna specifically take revenge on arthur um meanwhile Gwen. Uh, Gawain wakes up. He's shirtless again. Uh, put a shirt on, my dude. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, Two he, days, no shirt. He he opens the window and looks down and realizes. Uh, I think we all realize, like, wow, Merlin has a great view of the city. Like, how high up <laughs> is the lab? <laughs> this is a really nice joint. Uh, but he sees the city and he's like, I got to get down there. I got to mix in with the commoners. And he goes running downstairs. Uh, and he almost immediately runs into Gwen. Uh, and when he sees her, he snags a flower. He steals a flower from somebody else. But it's not. He's not breaking any rules, you know what I'm saying? He just takes like he's one single. Them. He's just he's flouting, flouting the, rules. the rules, which is totally fine. Um, he's he's exhibiting such handsome guy behavior here because it's everything he does here is like just borders on so close to harassment, so close. He's teetering really on that edge. The only thing that spares him is how handsome he is, and then he knows when to give it up. Those I would are the only two saving graces here. I would argue uh, that this is just over the top behavior, but I mean, she she goes so far. I mean, like they write it in the script for her to say it, like, you know, I like that you're trying, and I like that you didn't give up or whatever. And I'm like, oh no, this is why guys, like, you know, I remember being 12 years old and like, oh, dude, if a girl tells you no, just be persistent. No, just just walk away. <laughs> go find some, yeah. go find a girl that says yes. Yeah, like yeah. this is the I, easiest I, thing in the world to do. Never had that problem because I would just be like hi, and then I would turn around and leave regardless. Of <laughs> 
Chris. I've never never been rejected or accepted because I've never put yeah, myself out there. I've never been rejected in my life. I'd give them a, uh, hey, how's it going? And then they, and then I'd, as soon as they responded, i go, oh, no, I'm sorry. I was talking to the person behind you. And then they were up against a wall. There was no there was no one behind them. This is a stupid joke. Let's move on. <laughs> no, huh? That's good. So she, this is this is major flirt town. And you can tell she's like uh, not immune to his charms. Right. She's she's yeah. kind of she she brushes him off with a, you know, I'm not interested. But, you know, I like that. You know, I like that you're cute and paying attention to me, basically. Uh, and eventually he does give it up. Uh, and it's 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 very cute. It's very like our theory is very Merlin cute. I guess is probably the yeah, best way to yeah, describe yeah. it. We all we all laugh it off. Everybody is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just we just move on. But what is with Gwen? And like every every bad boy night she meets, actually Lancelot is quite the opposite of a bad boy. But every night potential night that she meets has the hots for for Gwen. Can't blame him, dude. Can't blame him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the only, I think everybody. But she's we've like, met. sorry, I got my. Eye. It's because she's got the she's got the look of somebody like. She seems unavailable because she's in love with the prince. You know what yeah. I mean? There's just something about her. <laughs> uh, we go back to Dagger and his buddy who uh, find some knights, kill them, use the crystals to change, transform into them. So Oswald now, and Ethan, I believe. So now That's they just are, what I called them. Yeah, yeah. Minutes. Now they are Oswald, the primary dude. Dagger is Oswald and the other one's Ethan. Um, and they ride for Camelot where Arthur meets them. Um, and immediately tells them that Merlin is at their disposal. Uh, so, of course, they, they've got some some vendettas against Merlin. So mm-hmm. they make him do some some menial tasks like uh, bringing a chest up seven flights of stairs, making it move it around the room, making him put it on top of a wardrobe where they sneakily slice it open so that everything falls on top of him. Just basically putting this dude through through the wars because yeah. they, they don't like yeah. that guy. Yeah, and um, and they're they're just just buttholes. They're just buttholes. And when Merlin gets back to the lab and tells Gaius about this, Gaius is pretty surprised to see or to hear that Oswald is acting like this because he was he was a nice young man the last time that Gaius seen him. So to have him um, mistreat Merlin in this way um, doesn't really matter because it's not like Gaius ever figures out what's going on. Nope, here. <laughs> not a single time. Uh, the big thing that happens here is Gaius says, you know, hey. You have to realize not all masters are as nice to their servants as Arthur is. And then Merlin spits his food out all over Gaius's face, which just looks like throw up when they do this. It's very gross. Um, I'm sure it's like split pea soup or something, but it's just green. Something, it's just whatever, yeah. which is just as gross. Uh, luckily, Gwyn shows up and we don't have to look at Gaius's throw up face anymore. Um, instead, we go over to uh, the local tavern um, where Gawain has gotten super drunk with his boys. Uh, mm-hmm. And his boys are everybody that he would talk to at the tavern i love this dude man this is a great guy to be around yeah yeah he's um he's just he's life of the party he's probably buying rounds for people only um only for us to realize oh he has no money and merlin has to bail him out aka arthur has to bail him out and put the bill um gawain thinks that's very funny because as we're slowly learning throughout this episode uh Gawain, while not a bad guy, he doesn't like the nobles. And I think I think that Gawain is kind of right here, as usual. Anytime that something is supposed to be in opposition to um, the status quo, it just really comes off as being like, yeah, no, this person is morally correct to not like the nobles. This person is morally correct to want to murder Uther. Exactly, yeah. Um, they'd get him back to the lab, uh, and this is where Gawain and Merlin kind of bond about their fathers, right? Mm. Uh, mm. This is... Gwen tells him that his father was a knight who died in battle, leaving his mother penniless. Uh, the, she went to the king for help; it didn't help her at all. So he's got to get this like whole vendetta um, against this whole attitude against uh, royalty, which, like you mentioned, is totally earned, absolutely earned. Yeah. 
yeah. and Merlin kind of commiserates. Says, he says he doesn't usually tell that story, which is just goes to show it's more evidence that every hot dude that Merlin meets, well, every they all hit on Gwen, but every hot dude that Merlin meets just like opens their heart to him. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> They're opening their pants for Gwen and their heart for Merlin. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. That's a bad joke. Um, fun though. Um, but. <laughs> but true but true but true it's a really bad joke it's very tasteless also good um also factually correct yeah merlin starts talking about how his own father and how um he never he wished he had known him better and uh Gawain starts talking about how you know oh what what i learned from my father was that titles mean nothing it's only on you know what's on the inside that matters which is a certainly that's true that's all that's true i guess yeah um, none of them are worth dying for is why he finishes yeah. this conversation, which is um, good. Like this is, you know, I think we have needed a little bit of this in universe criticizing of the, the ability of, of, especially of Camelot yeah. um, because of all of our complaining about Uther. Like they've made Uther's reign pretty horrible for anybody with a lick of goddamn sense. Right. Like, yeah. um, so it's nice to have this, like I said, in, in universe criticism. Uh, meanwhile, Merlin still has duties, so he's rushing the f- breakfast to Arthur, uh, who unfortunately has just received the bill for Gwen's. Uh, not only a bunch of drinking, but he also seems to pick up four dozen pickled eggs, yeah. which I can only assume are like the fucking I don't know. Imagine what the lab smelled like when he woke up in the morning. Ooh, man, I, wait, wait till they find out about like cheesy sticks. You know what I'm saying? Like, what did we find oh, out dude. about poutine? <laughs> was it the Camelot bar? The cheesy sticks down at the Camelot bar. God damn! Once the tavern gets tater tots, it's all over with. And fucking yeah. Camelot. Do you guys do fried up. pickles here? Or? Oh my god! I know. Um, there was a debate. Somebody on Twitter said that it's better. They prefer their fried pickles when they fry them whole. Like a whole ass fucking pickle. Like a fucking. I like to do like pickled chips, like sliced. Of course. I mean, of not that I really did. ate them a lot, but that was my. <laughs> of course The you place do. that I drank at the most was was a that was their specialty was fried pickles. So every time I went, it's like okay, we're getting fried pickles for the table, but it was sliced. Of course it was because it's it's a yeah. normal fucking place to get fried pickles at, and there's like it's only a nightmare person that's like I want to fry a whole dill pickle and like. What eat are it the, are we way. gonna like? I got a lot of questions now that I feel like we can't really answer on this Merlin podcast, but just know that that has prompted quite a bit of unrest in me. <laughs> kind of rumbling in my tummy, and it's not in a good way. Um, like rowdy bowels again. Seriously. Uh, this goes back and forth. Uh, Arthur eventually uh, chides Merlin enough for Merlin to say, well, I'll pay for it. And uh, Arthur assigns him, as well as Gwen, uh, duty shining shoes. Uh, Wonderful. Cleaning all the boots of the army. Um, and Merlin says, like, hey, you could just tell him, like, you're a nobleman's son and you won't have to do all this. And he's like, eh, whatever. I don't care. Like, go and just give it off that casual, cool guy energy that we love so well. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, must be nice being that fucking cool. Must uh, be nice. <laughs> uh, let's see. So we go to the training yard, I guess the next day or whatever, and uh, or later that day. And in the training yard, Oswald challenges arthur to uh, a little sparring match here and he you know he wants to put 50 gold coins on it arthur's like let's make it 100 screw it and then he fucks oswald up because everything that we joke about with arthur he is you know supposed to be really good at fighting so um it's all he does all day is sweat it out in the in the yard with his boys he's got no oh, other hobbies that's it dude i mean look training takes a lot of work i've got other hobbies so i'm not like a ripped fine ass combat machine yeah. you know what i'm saying because yeah. i have hobbies i'm just not interested mm-hmm. in that if i was interested in that i would be fucking ripped right now chris like there's no question we gotta find a mate we gotta i think we should get ripped just like bro bro pack 
Do you think packed. we should get ripped? Like, what do you? What, what's our? Because t- I'll get ripped with you, bro. Like, if you want to get ripped, I think we that, can get I ripped. I just think that would be. It just we finally do like an in-person Monster of the Week live. And then everybody is surprised. Like, oh, it's time to time to see the. And we're just fucking like roided out. Just humongous. fucking huge veins, like just huge yeah, arms, like bodybuilder status. Like uh, that would just. I think that would totally unable probably... to look left or right without moving our torso. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> does this mic swivel? Because my head doesn't. <laughs> My voice is now like four octaves deeper. <laughs> um, that's Arthur, dude. That's Arthur's vibes. Oh man, I love it. Um, I love it. Have you seen well, that okay, TikTok? Anyway, they, of like, oh yeah. So uh, where, where the guys like they, the, the reason to get ripped is it because it's healthy or because you live longer or because it's fun or any of that stuff? It's just the reason to get ripped is just because it's funny when you meet someone and you're always surprised that, that in that occupation that they're ripped. And there's like there's literally a guy. <laughs> That works the meat counter at my local grocery store, and I always when I see him, I'm like, dude, you are fucking ripped. Like, what are you doing at the meat counter? Like, everybody else here is <laughs> yeah. like, just looks like a like an old version of me. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah, working my little office job. I don't think there's. I mean, I'm sure there's guys who are in shape, but I don't think there's a single fucking jacked person who works at my company. And right? That's a goddamn shame. And you can always tell when you meet them. You're like, oh, you do. You take this shit seriously. Okay, cool. That's excellent. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can feel your aura. Anyway, uh, Arthur kicks Oswald's ass. And he's like, yep. hey, I don't want your no- money. But Oswald's even more fucking pissed about this shit now. Uh, as they're, as as Oswald and the other dude are like chatting, they say something about the swords and Merlin overhears it. Um, and he goes up to their room to like clean up all of the food. And he sees the two blades that are like, you know, curled up in this, in this towel or whatever, a cloth, probably not a towel. Um, and says, and, and like he opens them up, and he's like looking at them, and he can see that they're very dull blades. Uh, but when he like touches one, it cuts his finger, and that's when they they kind of catch him at it. I feel like they maybe people just know what a melee is, and I do not. But I feel like they could have set up that they need dull blades because it wasn't. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, it wasn't until much later in the episode that I realized, oh, that's the reason they're using dull blades. That's the reason yeah, this yeah, whole thing yeah. is important. <laughs> I did not get the central concept. They're they're not murdering each other, Chris. I don't know if you know this or not. They're not. Yeah. Mur- <laughs> This is well, just we've a had fun. So many melees where they're very much trying to murder each other. So it's just you sort of do forget that that l- their lives aren't on the line here. Um, but yeah, that is the central conceit of this episode. Is uh oh. So I yeah. guess that means that there's somebody checking all these swords to make sure they're blunt. Which these oh. still wouldn't pass that test because you put them against your hand for one second and they're sharp. So I guess the logic doesn't really apply. It's not you know what it is what it is. I just think that. For all that effort they went through, they could have just snuck in real swords. They yeah. already did the shape-shifting thing. They didn't need the magic swords, too. Well, obviously, they need something because they can't beat Arthur just normally. Like, that has to be insult to injury where you're like, I'm going to go, I'm going to surprise him. And he just beats your ass and doesn't take your money. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. bad. Um, Gaius bandages him up, uh, get Merlin up from his cut. And as Merlin's telling Gaius about these blades, Gwen recognizes them, saying that they're forged with sorcery. Uh, and then this is when it kind of all clicks that they're there to kill Arthur. Mm. Uh, Gwen says I'll go get the blades and Merlin's like nah fam if anybody's sneaking in the castle to rooms where shirtless dudes are sleeping that's me that it's is gonna Merlin's be me. gonna job be me, chief. All right. that is stay in you your lane we don't you can just go lie in bed I don't care what you do I have got work to do my friend like yeah. this is n- this does not need a hunk this needs a Merlin this needs a snooper all right this- and that's what I am mm-hmm. um, but uh, because of course they, they would need evidence they can't just accuse a knight because knights get a fucking free pass for everything in this world Dude. so that night Merlin indeed does go and snoop and he goes in to steal the swords and of course he can't just leave it at that because he notices the crystal on sleeping Oswald's chest 
Um, and of course, when he goes to inspect it, he's gonna get caught. Of course. Um, and he tries, you know, to play this off uh, of like, oh, I was just cleaning the room um, or whatever. But like, he he gets busted. Uh, and then we uh, go back to Gaius and Gwen, where Gwen's like, he's been gone too long. I'm gonna go check on him. Uh, by the time Gwen gets to the wreck to the room, they have uh, scared Merlin to where he's just like cornered on a wall and they're throwing daggers at him and he's just barely avoiding them. Uh, and of course this is where Gwen shows up and it's like, absolutely not. It's time for a big old fight. Um, and Gwen, of course takes, takes down the boat of them pretty, pretty quickly. The boat of them, the boat of them in minutes, mm-hmm. seconds. He undresses these fools. Absolutely. But unfortunately they make quite the ruckus in the process. And, um, and then Leon and some guards show up and they're like, what in tarnation is going on here? I feel like I feel like they saw Berlin here, and just and Sirloin was just like, "What now? <sighs> this is going to be a whole thing, isn't it?" And sure enough, like the suit is like slaps Gwen in the face, and he's like, "This dude attacked me. He should not have attacked a knight." And then we get like, you, you, you alluded to this a little bit earlier, but like my this is I just hate this so much. Um, like they take they take uh, Merlin and Gwen down. Gwen is in like chains at this point, and Oswald is like, "Hey, this dude attacked me, and I'm a knight." And Uther's like, "Fuck that guy." Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck his world. I'm going to kill him now. Absolutely. We're going to murder him. We're going to execute him. And Arthur's just sitting there like, I don't think like, anyone dude. has ever been brought before Uther this many times and lived to tell about it. It doesn't matter how many times you're proven innocent. I just think at a certain point, Uther's going to go, oh, fuck it. We're just executing you on principle at this Absolutely. point. Absolutely. I haven't executed anybody in like three days. So you're up. You're up, yeah. um, you're up chief. And Arthur tries to step in, right? Like, he steps in and says, like, this dude saved my life. Uh, you know, I, I believe that he is an honorable man. But, of course, you know, he's got no evidence. And Merlin and Gaius aren't speaking up. Uh, but Gaius is just over there like, another execution that I'm a part of, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, that, you know, Arthur eventually does win out a little bit where Ether's like, okay, fine. I won't execute him because he saved your life. I said I will banish him from the kingdom. He has to leave the next morning. Oh, bummer. Okay, I mean, I guess that's better than dying, but um, but bummer, bummer all the same. Um, Camelot's huge, man. Where does it even end? Is it the labyrinth of uh, Isildur or whatever? Is that part of Camelot? We don't know. We don't. The borders are not clearly defined. I just know that there's Camelot, and then there's Senred shit over there. And we don't go over there. Yeah, yeah. In between, there's just so many magical locations and villages, and it's, I just don't know where one begins and, and another ends. It's, that's all I'm it's saying. It's Camelot. Um, and then the edge of Camelot is the hedge maids, and then it's the the weird tower, mm-hmm. and then once you get to the the water park with the big slide, uh, that's that's you're outside yep. of Camelot. So that's that's when you know you're and good. That, you know, and that's you, the Isle of the Blessed, and you can't. That's go the Isle of the Blessed. Yeah. Boy's ghost is haunting it. It's because it's because uh, water parks are magical places, and Uther has not been able to take it over yet. Um, uh, man, you could pay me to go to a water park nowadays. Can you imagine just the fucking no way, dude. Villainous. I feel like scum. I just get dysentery right away. I don't know I'm, why that came to dude, my mind. I, but. I just I passed by one. There's one right on the interstate on a common route of mine, and I just look over during the summertime, and I'm like. All y'all gotta die at early age. All y'all got got the weird COVID. I know y'all got the weird COVID, and I'm sorry. Like I yeah, hate that's that. Like, for you that's like that's a sta- that's a staff infection waiting to happen. It's right just there. bad, dude. It's bad news bears in there. You're not gonna make me. It's not gonna happen. Um, uh, the next day, uh, Gwen doesn't really feel like too bummed out to leave. He's just like saying goodbye to Merlin um, and says, "Hey, you need to watch out for Arthur. He's a, he's one of the good ones. You know, maybe he's one that's worth dying for." So Arthur standing up for him has kind of renewed some of his faith in the idea of nobility. Yeah. Um. And uh, so again, everybody's just sort of um, building, building Arthur up throughout this episode. 
we're trying to really drive home the fact that he's a good guy despite um despite the institution that he is currently a part of um <laughs> not all princes okay not, not all, all princes, princes are bad mm. she um uh well, gawain runs into uh gwen on the way out and um again she also assures him that arthur is one of the good ones and he's like i know i was just saying that to merlin um <laughs> And uh, he says he'll he'll uh, Arthur will repay you one day, and he's going to be a great king. And through this conversation, Gwen is like, "Okay, so this is why you turned me down because you clearly you got the hots for this guy." And I okay, I respect it. I'm out of here. Yeah, and Gwen doesn't like necessarily de- decline this. He, she doesn't deny no. this, right? She just is like, "Oh, bye," this leaves. I'm gonna be dancing around this for many seasons. Meanwhile, Merlin is moping at the lab. Um, he's realizing that if he, if it's it's up to him to protect Arthur from these swords, so he'll have to uh, use his powers. And I don't. This is one of those Merlin things that drive me crazy, where you could just tell Uther like check the crystals around their neck, like they're magical. Like I saw them wearing some weird magical crystals; they glowed. And Uther yeah. would be like, "What the fuck? Show me, Oswald!" But like instead, we get this like great protracted thing, which is fine as a TV show. I know. I just just yeah. look at the crystals; they're obviously weird fucking crystals, man. Come on. Yeah, I think that yeah, Uther would probably want to kill anybody. Just period. Wearing a crystal, he doesn't like it. It's doesn't not like his it. vibe. He doesn't <laughs> like the new age stuff. Doesn't at all. That's, that's just too close to magic. <laughs> Executioner. Right before this end. Right before he executed all the magic users, it was everybody who believes in their horoscopes it was any zodiac kind of people at all yeah. like that so the the horoscope people they got sent to the stocks so oh, they yeah, got they pelted got, they got it, was a, it was a firm warning mm-hmm. all the actual like people like doing sorcery with you know magic staffs those are immediately thrown down the well whatever you're dead um stocks stocks for astrology though. <laughs> stocks for astrologers it's very sad um the next day, Merlin and Arthur are getting prepared for the melee when Uther arrives uh, with a blade that won Uther his first melee. Uh, and Uther says, like, and don't worry, the blade is blunt, so it should be fine. And this is where fucking dumbass Jeremy finally clued in. Oh. I think that's why they do it. Just in case any of us hadn't picked up on it yet. Just, just like, to, I was know. like, because the whole time I'm like, why does it matter that the swords look dull? They're not going to pay attention. But uh, apparently they are paying attention. Like, this is... I guess they're yeah. paying attention. I guess they're... But they're checking on a site based only. Because, again, if anyone checked those magic swords with their hand... It would they would realize how sharp they were despite appearances. You would um, think in like a vegetable based economy like Hamelot has that they'd be like dropping a tomato on a sword edge to see if it bounces off, right? Like that's the yeah. only way I know how to test the sharpness of a sword is to yeah, drop I mean, a tomato a on it. To test it. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's classic tomato function there. Yeah, that's what I've I've used more tomatoes than that way than I have on sandwiches. Let's put it that way. Um, Terrible. Anyway. Time to gather the crowds. Uh, Everybody's joining up. We got one shot of Morgana looking at everyone with disdain. I love this. There's a shot later where I wrote down she's obviously fucking gone off that lean because she just she looks around confused as to like why am I even here? Why do I look so gorgeous? Why am I even sitting down? I don't know what's happening. Does not want to be there. She used to seem like she was a fan of melees, but not anymore. (laughs) Not anymore. This is all just garbage to her. Uh, Merlin tries one last effort to get Arthur to withdraw, uh, which again wrong tactic. Like just tell Arthur like. Those two dudes are weird, weird crystals, but no. Uh, instead, Arthur yeah. says, like, hey, I know you don't like the melee, but the melee proves that I am fit to lead my people. Um, which, yeah, I guess I can understand that from, like, a, you know. Definitely. I, definitely. Arthur, because Merlin had made fun of him for this earlier, and now he's finally like, okay, this this is why. Like, I have to prove to these people. And you go, all right, yeah, that makes sense, Arthur. Again, Merlin should say, hey, Oswald and Ethan, I know that they tried to throw me in jail. This isn't about that. I I." think i'm genuinely think they are going to try and hurt you watch your back out there because he's not going to withdraw 
So just give them the information. Yeah. <laughs> lay it out for just them. Just lay it out. Um, and it's time to start the melee, uh, which apparently starts on horses, So, which seems dangerous as I'll get out. A bunch mm-hmm. of horses gallop towards one another. Everybody is swinging and fighting. Nobody seems to be wearing, like, heraldry or colors of any kind. Like, everyone's kind of got the same helmets. It's really difficult to determine who's who. They all have little, um, like, little ribbons tied around their arms. Um, or, like, they're like tassels almost. I noticed it right at the very end. I was like, oh, that's the only thing that distinguishes anybody from another. It's just that they've got these little tassels. Which, in the melee, you're not going to see that shit. And eventually, they... You know, everybody's fighting. People are being knocked off their horses. This is all filmed great. Like, I don't think we have to tell you how good this stuff is on Merlin because it, it really is just very, very good. Um, eventually, it gets to the point where Arthur is pulled from his horse, his horse, uh, and it's just Oswald and um, Ethan and Arthur. Um, and there's a scene where Merlin is having to like use his magic from the sideline to bake people's to break people's horse straps to have people fall on the ground. So basically, he's like doing the classic saving Arthur from a distance thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it doesn't matter because it ends up with just Arthur against these two dudes, two v one. Uther is unable to contain himself. He is. Why did no. he pay for the whole throne when he only used the edge of it, Chris? You know what I'm saying? No. Um, hey, yeah. <laughs> The classic, the classic saying for every thrower out of a movie. That's, yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. Um, um, but Uther is Uther is like out of fucking pocket. He is barely able to contain himself on this stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's an utter shock. Yeah, I, I like out of pocket better. Um, because um, it's at this point where where somebody else joins the fray. I guess they were knocked off their horse on the ground, but they they, they stand up and join to go back to back with Arthur and now it's um this I mean it's Gwen we're gonna learn in a second it's Gwen so it's Gwen and Arthur versus these two baddies yes um and it's not a fair fight this goes pretty quickly like even Arthur who kind of seems like maybe he's a little injured or at least a little rattled uh but Gwen pretty easily just handles the two of them and as he starts like at one point he disarms uh one of the men like throws their sword up in the air, knocks their sword up in the air, grabs it, and then he begins murdering the other two. Like, And everybody in the crowd is going ape shit at this. Uther standing up and looking to the left and right. Like, are you fucking seeing this? I can't believe it. This is where I wrote down that Morgana was like, oh yeah, barely yeah. conscious, just like lying like sideways in the fucking chair. Like, just like, well, what's going on, guys? Um, not just not into it at all. She's, she's out of not it. Not into it. Uh, Merlin says he, uh, and it's, he, he. It's a good thing that everybody was paying close attention, uh, presumably, to see that that Gwen had disarmed this other guy, and that's where this the, the sword that he did the killing with came from. I assume that that's what they were trying to communicate, and it's a good thing that Uther was paying attention because otherwise he just murdered. Uh, he murdered two men, cold yeah. blood, in, in a melee where you're specifically not with supposed a magic to do sword. That. Yeah, um, he also slays the other one, um, and then. Uh, of course, we get we get some some comments from the crowd. Merlin is like, I only know one man who can fight like that. I'm like, you've known this dude for like a you know hour. like a couple guys. Yeah, like you, and also you've known a lot of dudes that can fight like this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gwen finally takes off his helmet. Ar- Ar- Arthur reveals himself um, and kind of surrenders. Right, he's like, they're going to expect yeah. us to fight this out, but I'm just going to basically hand this off to you. And when it's revealed that it's Gwen, Arthur is just laughing and shaking his head, like I should have known it was you. No one fights like mm-hmm. you do. And I'm like, oh, this this is cute. Arthur, how do you even know that? Kiss, kiss. <laughs> Kiss. I'm yeah, ready. Yeah, Go. Yeah. Um, a, sudden, a, a sudden ship has appeared. 
Uther is not only astonished, but absolutely fucking livid uh, as he recognizes yeah. Gwen and orders them to, to seize him immediately. Uh, he orders them to kiss. <laughs> he orders them to kiss each other. By the name of your king, I demand you smooch. He's like, Dad, what? <laughs> I mean, I'm okay, but like, okay, but whatever you want, man. Um, and unfortunately, he's been seized. Arthur or Uther still wants him to be going to be executed. Um, but uh, Gaius finally reveals the the trick of Oswald and Ethan here. This was a magic illusion. They were actually sorcerers, and that means that Gawain saved Arthur's life. He put it all on the line to to rescue Arthur, so it was quite heroic. Um, so later, everything has been resolved. Arthur tells Gawain that, hey, you've been forgiven. No issues. Unfortunately, my father is a stubborn old bastard, and the, the whole banishment from Camelot thing still stands. So uh, sorry about that. I would change it if I could. But, uh, yeah, sorry, can't do that. And this is where Merlin pleads with Gawain to be like, hey, dude, like, stay, serve, be a knight. Like, your father was a knight. You can be a knight, too. Um, but Gawain says, you know, maybe one day, maybe one day, but but not now. He's not going to serve Uther. Maybe he would serve Ar- Arthur, but he would never serve Uther. So for now, they part ways. God, Uther is such a prick in this episode. Like, you've, yeah. he saved Arthur's life twice now. Uh, he saved Merlin's life. He was on the right side of this. Uh, these people that you allowed to... You just sneak into your castle that you, you, you agreed with wholeheartedly. Like you have been fooled by sorcerer again, uh, but yet this dude has to leave the, the fucking country. This dude has to go to the water park on the edge of the Camelot. Like not fair, dude. Uther is such a fucking yeah. prick, man. I hate it so much. He stinks. He stinks. Off with his head. Uh, Gwen leaves. Uh, he waves goodbye to Arthur, who is sitting up, uh, kind of high up on the castle with Merlin. Uh, Arthur is saying he'd be a good knight, but of course knights have to be noblemen. And then. Um, as Gwen, as they watch Gwen walk uh, through the gates, he runs into Gwen, uh, and Arthur immediately knows something does. Like, like, why is she standing so close to him? Why is she touching his arm so much? Why, how do they even know yeah. each other? When did they yeah, meet? He's fuming, dude. What he's is fuming. going on? They're not friends on Facebook. I checked. I know. I, I checked. Bring me I more. I checked it this morning when I woke up. I woke up from a bad dream and I checked. Bring me more Ghana. I need hot goss. I need the hot goss on the situation immediately. What is going on with this? I need to know. I need to know immediately. So um, Merlin is said to go fetch Morgana. He's like, uh, Arthur said he needs hot goths. I don't know. If <laughs> Do you know what that is? I don't even. Uh, Morgana just says, "Bring me the purple, and I will bring you the goss." And Merlin's like, "I'm very confused. I don't know what don't that know means. I don't know what any of this stuff means. Are we enemies still? Are you? What is going on?" Um, uh, Arthur also says she could do better than that, uh, and Merlin's like, "Oh, well, yeah, but I mean, she can't date any kind of nobleman, right? Like, he's he's kind of fucking with Arthur a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, he loves to fuck with him." And then like, Gwen leaves, and Arthur and Merlin like turn around, and like they do the like, like pushing each other, like playful Dude, flirting thing on the way it. back. Like it's just hilarious. Like can't stop touching one another on this it's episode. So playful. It's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, the, great episode. Like introduction of a of a character. Hey, guess what, everybody? Gawain's gonna be back. Uh, can, I can't believe that. Yeah. Um, I think that like this is a really good introduction. The melee stuff is fun. The magic stuff is great. Like it's fun to see Morgana just conked out of her gourd for like twenty seconds. It's fun. It's good stuff. Great yeah. Merlin episode, man. Like this is. I would imagine good one. if I was watching Merlin week to week, and I, I, and I watched this one, I'd be like, "Yep, exactly what I wanted. That was it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All good stuff." Exactly. Um, it's 
the Goblin Fart episode is sandwiched between some really great Merlin stuff. <laughs> Fucking wild, dude. Funny. Which maybe they knew that. Maybe you know, maybe they put together these scripts and and they know they want to do a comedy one. But all right, we got, we're gonna place it between really two really excellent episodes, just so in case anybody's a little put off by that, they'll be rallied by the things around it. It's um, they have to know. They just absolutely they have, to. have to know. Uh, I um, I'm excited for next week. Next week's episode looks really good. I um, yeah. like this episode a whole lot. And that's really all I have to say about it. What do you, how do you feel about it? Yeah, same. Good stuff. Good time. Um, we joked about how, oh yeah, it's yet another melee, which, but I guess that sort of makes sense. You know, I mean, they're constantly talking about having tourneys and, you know, Game of Thrones. And so it's not like it's just Merlin. Um, and each serves some sort of function. You know, it's not just a set piece. They, they are able to use it to tell a story and um, it's, it's fun to see it happen. It's always a good time. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, um, I don't. Know, Merlin's fucking good, Chris. I don't really know what else to Merlin's say. Merlin's killing it. Like it, it's, it's some, sometimes it's really hard to podcast about stuff that you're just having a really great time with. <laughs> like it's just fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, thank you everybody for riding along with us. We've had had some really nice comments of people finding the podcast uh, via Twitter and some other sources. So we just want to say thank you. Uh, also, thank you to the people leaving reviews on various podcasting services. That means a lot and helps out quite a bit. Uh, if you are yes, it does. really wanting to support the show. You can uh, donate to our Patreon over patreon.com slash monster of the week. You can also uh, tell your Merlin friends, tell your, tell your Merlin friends that about all of us and what we do. Tell them that there's a podcast that's like halfway through the series and it's great. Tell them, tell them amazing stuff. Uh, and that's it. Stay safe. We yeah. love you. Bye. First, tell your friends about Merlin. Uh-huh. Tell them to watch it. Tell them to watch Merlin. <laughs> then tell them about the podcast. And then tell them about the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the way it has, that's the way it has to go. Uh, bye everybody. We're leaving. Bye everybody. Gonna try to watch the Winchesters tonight. Text me. I might, depending on what time it comes on, I might see if Autumn wants to watch it live with me. But I also might just wake up early tomorrow morning and then make notes and stuff on it like I normally do. I might end up doing the same thing tomorrow because it might be easier to do that than try to watch it with fucking commercials or whatever. So, dude, not trying to see those CW commercials. Not trying to see the CW commercials at all. What do they? What do they advertise on there? Bowflex? Not needed. I'm already ripped. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm already huge. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks I, for no thanks. Do you have a Bowflex uh, yeah, to make no. my neck move? <laughs> that's what I need. Yeah, that's an idea. We're talking about Bowflex ability for my neck. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Is this the cut? This is the cut who? This, this is the cut the cheese. Oh, back on the farts, Chris. What's up, gamer? Why'd you have to go and do that? Why'd I have to go and make things so complicated?
Somebody lowered my That's damn chair in here. Someone lowered my damn volume in here. It was me. I lowered my chair. I think I was the one that lowered my volume. <laughs> damn, look at us. <laughs> look at us. Let's see. Minus that. Okay. I'm sending you I'm sending you money. Ooh, my favorite. Thank you. Somebody didn't budget for Jess's birthday again. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm going to spend all this money. I mean, I have how much left? Oh. <laughs> Do this every fucking year. The other night, we went out to eat from like, my whole family. And I don't know if it was just my mom and my uncle paying, because it was a memorial for my other uncle. And But for mm-hmm. some reason, Jess and I were like, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll give you money. We're the only people who chipped in on this like $800 bill or whatever. Um, wow. And the next morning, my mom was like, you didn't have to do that. I was like, yeah, no, I know I didn't. I uh, shouldn't have. <laughs> my Definitely fucking rich sisters that. didn't do anything. Yeah. I think I, t- I may have told you this, but uh, I went out to, we took a bunch of customers out to dinner um, recently. And mm. there were um, three of us, um, three of us that were going to pay for the meal out of a total of 15 people. So we were feeding 15 people. Uh, the bill ended up that's, being that's a right. It's a, it's it's a lot of people. Um, bill ended up being like fifteen hundred bucks, which really isn't that bad considering. Like we were at a high end steak restaurant. A bunch of people were ordering booze. Like I, I know at least several people went and had like multiple sides. Which this is a customer thing with the company. This is on the company tab. We don't really care about it. Um, but we got to split it up, and that's when I realized that my company card doesn't work. Oh, <laughs> so I had shit. to I had to be like. Yeah. Um, and then to make it even worse, I uh, left my card there after using my personal credit card um, because Ooh. I had gone out afterwards. I had gone out and like people were just buying me drinks all night. So I didn't, I never paid for anything else that night. And I woke up the next morning and went to check out and was like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, that was, and luckily they had just found the card, gave it to security. Um, and then they, I was able to get the card back the next morning. No big deal. But Whew. yeah, putting, uh, calling Autumn and being like, yeah, I'm going to put like, uh, $600 on the credit card for, uh, a meal <laughs> that you were not at. <laughs> is that, is Whoops. that a thing <laughs> that you are into? Is that like a cool thing well, that, that you do? That was or? one of the things that I just happened was, um, was I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw that on the credit card. It's okay. I don't use my credit card all that often. Not a big deal. Oh, it was on my debit card. Oh, sick, dude. Oh, sick. Right after I paid all my fucking monthly bills. That's awesome, dude. Thank you so much. Dude in this situation Absolutely is me. horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. But hey, enough about that. TV's been kind of good right now, I feel like. TV's been pretty good. Uh, man, my dogs are in the backyard just like barking their ass off. Like either they're just dumb or there's like a fox in the hen house kind of situation. As if you didn't have enough know. barn problems, now it's also haunted. Oh, dude, the guys that were supposed to come and like finish the inside of the sheds like have just ghosted me. Like, dude won't respond to a text or a phone call. So now I'm like calling random guys. Um, the, the dude, fuck? essentially, the thing yesterday where the guy, um, I clicked on his company name and he had given himself the Employee of the Month award, which I thought was hysterical. Really, really like, funny. Just really a, funny. A fucking Hey, plus. Maybe, he, um, maybe he deserved it. <laughs> I'm sure he did. He's, he's hustling. <laughs> um, and then the only dude that I could get to come by was a guy named um, Tito. And I'm not making uh-huh. that up at all. Tito. And uh, 
I talked to him for a while, uh, and I'm like, hey, I want to see like some examples of your work, and he's like, oh, I got some pictures on my phone. Just walk with me if it's truck, uh, and I'm like we're kind of a ca- we're, this is a casual situation and like i'm not going to mm-hmm. disrespect anybody's ride anybody's vehicle if you've got a vehicle that's paid for like god bless you son like it, this is yeah. 2022 yeah. whatever this man did not have a dashboard in his truck um, that's troubling. just did not just just a, not a dashboard and i'm sure like either either times is hard for tito or mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. Is, are, are okay for tito and he can afford to have a work truck right like this is just his yeah. bang around yeah. truck this isn't his uh, I got to take the wife to Sunday school. I don't, do you take your wife to Sunday school? Yeah, I don't know much about I, Sunday I school. <laughs> um, <laughs> but <laughs> this is not his going to church truck, right? Uh, but I've right, never right. seen, I've seen a lot of work trucks, but I've never seen one just that did not have a dash, just wires no dash everywhere. Like just wires. Barely huh? mounted after, aftermarket, like, uh, like barely mounted aftermarket like radio kind of situation. Um, that I, I would like, say no, like, no, <laughs> no CD player. Like, what's the situation down here? I it looked like one of those. Have you? I don't know if you've ever spent any time with car audio stuff, but uh, like you know, they put the 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 fancy radios kind of eye level at the WalMarts or at the uh-huh. car audio uh-huh. shops, and they put the real real cheap ones at the very bottom. So you got to squat down. Yeah. They don't even put them like high up. Yeah, this looks like they didn't even bother to put it in the in the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the one that's in the just... in the basket at the end of the aisle mm-hmm. next to the mm-hmm. car stereos. Mm-hmm. And again, this is not me. I don't want, to, I want anybody to think that I am shaming him for his because this could just be his work stuff. And it's I it's not about shame. It. It's about shock. <laughs> It was just shocking, yeah, yeah, and it's just yeah. about the kind of like, it's just a continual thing that I've had to deal with with the, these projects of just random mm-hmm. dudes and like dealing with them. My my dirt guy came over today and I was like, we need to fix this, and he's like, I don't see anything wrong with this, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's why we need to fix it, my friend, because I don't think that's that you would have left it like this it. on purpose, yeah. but. <laughs> <laughs> it's the problems never cease. Next year you're gonna like somebody's gonna the new dirt guy's gonna come in, he's gonna shovel some dirt, and he'd be like, listen, brother. We got a body down here, and now it's going to be a crime scene. <laughs> now it's a crime scene. Uh, but yes, to answer your question, TV has been good lately. TV's I, been uh, pretty good. <laughs> the TV's been pretty good. Game of Thrones is pretty good. I'm enjoying this. Is show. Lord of the Rings good? Uh, so I ha- I'm behind, and I do plan to catch up, but I feel like I haven't heard I'm, anything about in a while. I'm one episode, so I didn't watch last week's episode, um, which was, I don't even know the number now, um, and I haven't really felt hugely compelled to granted tv has been so good lately that i mm. you know i just i've had other stuff that I, I wanted to watch um but my problem with it so last episode was episode seven uh this week is episode eight which is the last episode uh, i haven't watched okay. episode seven yet <clears throat> um I, my problem with the uh, rings of power is just it's it's obviously very high budget i think everybody in it is acting their ass off uh, I just, it just, it, it, I just cannot summon up any care for anything that's happening inside of it. Like right. I just, they just, they, they made a, a huge thing about like mithril and I'm like, don't care. <laughs> like it was cool when yeah. they said it in the movies and like the idea is interesting, but y'all are presenting this like I should be like, this is fucking, super. they do this exact same thing with Superman sometimes where like the moment that Superman gets his cape is like a hugely important thing in a movie or a TV show. And I just don't fucking care. It's just Superman's cape. Like I don't, yeah. you're not, that's not a character. It's not, a, that's not a no. characteristic. It's just a cape. It's not even the tights. It's not even the tights. Like I'm much more interested in those tights, if you know what I'm saying, yeah. Chris. Or the lore on those tights. But yeah, I uh, 
I, 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 I have not been able to summon up a lot of care for it. Um, mm. Instead, we finished Outer Range, which uh, stuck the net, stuck the landing, I think. Yeah. Huge elite. I hugely, definitely, I definitely huge, need to Huge big that. recommendation. Uh, and it got renewed for season two. Um, oh, sick. Accidentally. That's, okay. I, uh, the, one of the main characters in it is played by uh, a Mogan Poots. Uh, and when I wrote about that on Twitter, uh, my autocorrect changed it to Emogen Pores. So apologies oh, to Emogen out oh, there. Also, oh, I think out. your name may have been Emotion or Emogen. I don't know how you say your name. I've never heard it yeah. said out loud. So this is why, this is why I, don't, I don't tackle. I, I don't tackle any individual's name ever. Have you ever heard me say your full name? Yeah, Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> no, never. Not in a million years. Absolutely <laughs> not. Don't know why. Uh, I had a I had a moment today where uh, I was talking about the Winchesters with somebody. Uh, and brought up that thing that happened uh, with about the Winchesters where it was announced before Jared Padalecki knew anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't know, some of this is like private information that shouldn't go on the podcast, but apparently that was a very devastating moment for Jared, and he maybe reacted uh, unthinkingly yeah. and like said some rash statements or whatever. Um, and like, not a huge Jared Padalecki fan. Uh, mm-hmm. don't don't like a lot of his politics, don't like a lot of his TV <laughs> shows besides Supernatural, don't like any of his movies. But uh, I can imagine that moment of, like, I, I have enough empathy in my life that I can imagine the moment that he learned that this project was, was going on without him. And I, I just had a moment where I was like, what if Chris just was like, I'm going to do a Lord of the Rings podcast without Jeremy. <laughs> and like, I yeah, found out about yeah. it on Twitter. Like it would be I no big like, deal. Like yeah. if you, I just started a new supernatural be, podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, again, like there would be no big deal. You could do whatever the fuck you want to. Like, I'm not going to like be like, no, Chris, you're not able to do that. It was, it's just the idea of like, Oh, I thought we were buds. And obviously you don't give a fuck about me. <laughs> like right. It's one of right. those situations. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know how no, we got to talk about this. Uh, I started rambling. Winchester's is a strange, strange enigma. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I'll watch it and see how that goes. But um, yeah, but TV has been good. Lately. I said TV's been good. <laughs> I met Andor, yeah. which I actually haven't watched, but I just, I just only hear good things about Andor, and that makes me very excited to finally watch it. Um, House of the Dragon has been very interesting. I've had like my ups mm-hmm. and downs with it, where I'm like, I, like you know. Same. They did so many time jumps so quickly that it was kind of hard to find your footing. But I feel like we're back on really great footing, and I'm super interested in, um, you know, the the drama. So at the Something time of this recording, uh, we we just watched episode eight of House of the Dragon. So just mm-hmm. to give some warning for people who maybe don't want to hear it, I'm going to do some really mild spoilers. Uh, but and the character jumps, the actor jumps seem really uneven to me uh like some of them work really really well like allison and Rhaenerys. um as much as i liked the original two like the younger girls I, and i that's i said at the time like you could have just aged them up a little bit that there was no need yeah. like the two that they have now are great um but like some of the stuff with the kids aging them up seems really inconsistent like one of the kids looks like he aged 45 years in the supposed six years between yeah. the episode and one looks like he aged like a few days uh-huh. um, and that inconsistency <laughs> is is really fucking with my head and there's also just so many of them uh just there's, there's, there's quite just a few so many and there's more every time they age up you realize oh that okay yeah. that person was a baby before yeah, yeah. but now they're like an adult yeah I, every- I know what you mean and it wasn't until maybe this most recent episode where i finally was like okay i guess they really had no choice but to age up those two original characters um 
because now that their children are basically adults, it wouldn't have made sense for them to have like aged up these 20 something year old women um, to then be parents to 20 something year old children. But yeah, it's um, and I guess that's these actors are probably all roughly the same age or, you know, thereabouts. But, you know, the one dude in particular with the uh, with the eye patch, I'm like, what? What, <laughs> what age are yeah. you, dude? <laughs> where did the, where did this adult come from? Uh, Where's fucking Geralt of Rivia coming from? <laughs> <laughs> he looks he looks awesome like i like the dude yeah. a lot like especially in this incre- i like the i like his, his younger uh actor and i like this the, the one that mm-hmm. we got um and it's just it's it, it's just, but it's so fucking i think he's the one specifically that really makes everything else disconcerting for me mm-hmm. and also the fact that uh viserys and damon have not changed actors it's still matt not Smith even no and, yeah um, and what, matt smith looks name? like the same completely like he like for one era of like one episode he had short hair <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. he's back. So he it. looks exactly the same. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, nobody could possibly look older than Viserys. <laughs> like, I feel like the punchline of person in the universe. <laughs> the punchline of every episode is that oh, he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like surprise, I'm still here. <laughs> uh, Just looking worse and worse and worse. Do you remember when, like, you would... I think it was Return of the Jedi. It was one of the new trilogy when you see the the big enemy and it's just an old... Just a fucking old-ass Sith or whatever. And, like, that, that the, mm. like that's just Viserys. Like, he just keeps getting older and older. Or Viserys, or however you say the fucking names. I'm so lost He's, turn- he's slowly turning name, into dude. a Dark Souls boss. Um, yeah, cool show. That's actually... Anyway. You're, you're not wrong. You are not wrong about that whatsoever. Like, I feel like what that's, the like, the origin of most Dark Souls bosses. Honestly, if you think about it, like, with George R. R. Martin involved, like, yeah. an yeah. Elden Ring, right? Like, if you look at every Elden Ring boss, then, yeah, there's there's always that weird, complicated backstory of somebody turning real old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> My or- evil origin story is that I got really old. Yeah, that I've just been aging this entire time. Yeah. Oh absolute chaos um that's it i guess i said well, tv was, was good but i've realized i haven't really watched any movies <laughs> or, or tv shows rather i mean i watched uh anime i watched bleach and chainsaw man which i was very excited for both of those and they both have turned out very well with their first episodes so that's exciting um i don't know if i can lump that in with tv being good i don't know maybe it's just that my interest in tv is way higher right now i keep watching trailers for stuff and be like yeah i want to watch that I, um, <laughs> I haven't played a video game all week because I've just been watching stuff. It's crazy. Who, who have I become? I mean, it's only Tuesday. I'm at a weird. So when I say all, I'm week, at a weird but... point with the with video games, and that I think I have kind of fucked myself with this uh, Shipbreaker game that I've been playing because I, I just and so it takes a long time to break these ships down. Like sometimes I'm I'm going anywhere from like 60 minutes to 120 minutes, depending on how mm. like huge the ship is and how careful I want to be. Um, and the only time that plot seems to happen is when you start a mission, when you start what they call a shift, right? When you start working on it. But I'm playing the mode where you don't actually have timed shifts. Like the normal mode is like every 15 minutes, it's like, hey, go to bed. But that sucked. So I started the game over so I didn't have to do that because I was breaking up like the fun that I was having. But now I'm thinking, oh God, I should have gone through five times as much story as I have because I've been playing them yeah, one at yeah. a time. So I'm like, I'm almost at max level and I'm like, if I don't get like, but I haven't like unlocked any new ships or any new gear, I've maxed out the upgrades. Like I'm, I don't know, there's not a lot of draw for me to play the game anymore. Uh, And so I'm kind of stuck. I'm going to play, I'm going to get to level 25 out of 30 and see if that does anything. Uh, But I entered act three and it's like, I don't know what to do anymore except to make more money, which seems boring. So yeah, that's, um, (laughs) 
went through all of Xenoblade 3 to only realize like money does not matter in this game. Why I'm getting money as a reward for quests. It doesn't fucking matter. I don't think I spent a single uh, penny in that entire game. But um, you know that the Long Dark, which I did play a little bit of over the weekend again. The Long Dark has a story mode. That's uh, five chapters, I believe, of a story. There's There were maybe two or three were completed. And then at a certain point, they said, hey, we're going to take away the original story version that we're going to redo it in a new graphics engine so it was like the same like same story same exact story but they put it in a new graphics engine that was capable of more um Mm -hmm. and so they remade the story within the time frame that i've been playing the game and i still have not touched it a single time hundreds of hours in this game have never touched the story and i might not ever they pour all their heart and soul it's not what you come to the game for that's 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 you you play it for a different reason yeah I play um, I play Mario to murder Koopas, not to murder Bowser's. Right. So, you know, that's, that's just right. where I am in life, you know. As soon as they start talking, as soon as that dialogue box pops up, I'm like, God damn it. I'm playing, you know, this this long awaited um trails game that was missing from the series and was so excited the day I got it and I get into it and I'm digging it up right away. I'm I'm loving the characters. This is exactly what I love about this series. And then the town opens up, I can explore it at will. But and I do the, the same thing I always do with these games, which is where okay, I'm gonna 100% the area. That's what I always do. I'm gonna find every you know secret, every side quest, every blah blah blah. And I like doing that. I really do. But now I find oh, I'm never going to play this game. This is why it takes me a year to finish each of these because it does. It's not really all that time consuming, but it's kind of not that fun, even though I want to do it. So I always find this weird thing with these games. Like if I just skipped over all the side stuff, I would be. I would probably finish this game in like two weeks. But I just, I know I won't do it. And then I drag my feet with it. It's a weird thing. I have a very strange relationship with video games now. <laughs> it's very strange, yeah. And I, it's like, and it really is this... like, it's the rare game like Elden Ring where we all just drop everything that we're doing and like, that's it. It's just, it's all yeah. gameplay out the whole time. We can't stop playing. Um, I, I want a new, bring it back. Give me a new one. <laughs> I need I need a new From Software game. We were getting those like once every couple of years for a while and now I don't, now we're not doing that. So... It's very frustrating. Maybe we'll get one next uh, year. Who knows? We're gonna. I mean, we're gonna get Breath of the Wild too. Maybe that will be good. Yeah, yeah. All of the uh, uh, just talking about entertainment that's far away. All of the Marvel movies got pushed back. Um, and your your beloved. I heard Blade that. I heard that Blade now, lost its director. What's going on with that? It, it, it's it's in, it's in crisis, man. Like the script was apparently poor. Like there was like. Uh, the description I heard was there was only one fight scene and it was mediocre and I was like, you're saying that and it's not even like, like I think about like bad fight scenes and think that was probably mm. pretty rad to read in the script, right? But you're saying that from the script it was a mediocre fight scene, so that cannot yeah. be, <laughs> cannot be good. Um, let us yeah, they, they, they let us do the script for Blade. I think I could do good uh, uh, Blade. I think so. I think that we could do like a medium good Blade script. <laughs> Yeah, an okay Blade script. I bet we could. We're I bet like, we could do who's it. Who's the villain of Who's the villain of Blade? Uh, Dracula. What do you mean? Do so you Dracula. Mean of so Dracula. So Blade is hunting Dracula, right? And in Blade this episode or in this all film, Draculas. but he's uh. <laughs> well, in this one, the capital D Dracula has he's been cursed by a goblin, and he's got he's got the toots. He's gassy. He's got the he's got rowdy bowels. Okay, he's if got. You will. He's fart and and fart, he knows that Blade is the only one who can help him defeat this goblin. So they have mm-hmm. to team up. Mm-hmm. I love you know we love it when a villain and a hero have to team we up. We love for it a when they cause, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. that's uh-huh. my that's my pitch. That's my pitch for for Blade is that script where Blade has to fight alongside Dracula against other worse Draculas maybe. Uh, 
Um, uh huh. Bad Dracula. And, and, There's Bad Dracula and, and good Dracula's now. Yeah, and um, and Dracula, like capital D Dracula, is so hot, like just the hottest Dracula you've ever oh. seen, right? Is so it, now is we're gonna it, have like this boy Dracula, Dracula, or we... Yeah, I think so. Are I think we, most. We... I mean, I think most hot okay. Draculas are boys. I'm no, I'm no d- disrespect to um, girl <laughs> Draculas, but. <laughs> Dude, I don't. Uh, I saw a tweet today, uh, and I just want to read it to you because I thought it was the funny, funniest thing ever. It said, "Everyone, please watch Interview with the Vampire on AMC so that they get enough seasons to make it to book accurate Armand. He's another guy who sucks, but trust me on this. He's like, what if Lestat had a Shadow the Hedgehog?" <laughs> and I just. Oh, I think I lost you. I'm here. I'm laughing, but I'm here. Oh, yeah. My okay, audio you're feels you're all. You're laughing so hard. I- my audio is all over the place. I don't know what to do about it. I uh, it might be me. My internet's been been wacky. Let me um, let me see if I can switch uh, to my cell phone, perhaps. Stand Set by. up my internet in advance. I thought I was being real cool. I do feel like I'm coming through really loud on the mic. Maybe that's because I'm watching my waveform like a hawk. Who's to say? Um, gotta disable that first. Mission control network. Oh God, I don't know how to use my Mac. Are you there? Can you can you hear me? I'm chilling. Yeah, what's up? Okay, I was just making sure you were. I was still like actually connected. I I shouldn't ever tell anybody that I'm chilling because that's not true. We were talking about slang. <laughs> chilling like a villain is another really good old school. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. But I can't. Uh, I can't actually do it because I'm not chill. <laughs> I'm literally not chill. Okay. I was telling Justice because you know how last week I was. Oh, okay. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait to tell my story. It's not a story worth waiting for, but I will wait. Can you guys hear my uh, chair creak? It's not creaking now. Hold on. Come on. Give me a good creak. I look like a liar now. Oh, they did it there. Not a whole lot of action on the waveform for these creaks, but it's creaky. Trust me. This is also the least comfortable chair uh, it's like really fashionable. My sister had it for her office. And then um, when she moved, she said, hey, Chris, do you want this chair? I said, sure thing, sis. I'd love I'd love a new chair. Thanks so much. And now I understand why she got rid of it. Okay, I think I'm Because back. it's... Whoa, you just like... it. Audio-wise, it feels like you materialized out of mist. Um, <laughs> the, the, like, the effect that it just did before you started speaking. <laughs> I made the invasion sound from Dark Souls. Tell me about... You made you the were- inv- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the reason I know I'm not chill is because I was telling Jess the story. I, you know, I was watching James Bond. We watched Skyfall, which is the only one of the first three that I think is any good whatsoever. Um, not the story. Went to go see that with my friends. I, now I was remembering this is the only one that I had seen. And we went to the movie theater and I wanted to go in and watch the movie because I was like, well, the movie starts in five minutes. I'm going to go get my popcorn and go get ready. And I know I'm not chill because all my friends stayed in the car to smoke weed. And I, and I went in alone. I went to the movie theater alone. Dude, five and minutes. James... 
James Bond for 20 minutes by myself and then all my friends came and baked and they probably enjoyed the movie more than I did. But that's how I know I'm not chill because I didn't just chill with my friends at the car. I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to actually, I'm going to go inside by myself and watch this movie that I don't even really want to see and get popcorn. Okay, guys, I'll save you seats. If you're lucky, I'll save you seats. So that's how I know I'm not chill. If I'm not posted up at the theater 42 minutes before, uh, what is it, Monica Mundo's comes on the screen and starts yeah. talking about trivia, then I'm I've I, I am I am dead on the street somewhere. <laughs> like I am, yeah. I will be I've, front row center. <laughs> I will be coming never, in as, as, as they're finishing brushing out the last the last audience. <laughs> I am going to be like right there waiting for them to get done so I can sit down. So I've never been um I've never been more stressed out my entire life than it being in the theater waiting for the force awakens to start uh-huh <laughs> just like i was like let's just fucking go let's just fuck like my ex- i don't my because my brain doesn't work the way that it's supposed to work um it my, my excitement and my anxiety are really just the same thing so it's, it's it gets stressful dude i i um, does my audio sound okay because i did lower my voice a little bit yours your, your audio sounds fine hopefully i'm we're, i'm coming in like at a more you my connection, crystal. My connection crystal seems clear. better now, so uh, hopefully this Perfect. will stay good. Um, yeah, my waveform was spiking. Let me tell you, I get, I get uh, one of the. I'm gonna say like something that Autumn and I contend with in our relationship is that I get so excited for like watching stuff that's brand new um, mm-hmm. that like the moment I notice she's not paying attention to it, like I pause it, like I'm a real passive aggressive. Uh-huh. Like I pause oh, yeah, it like, yeah, 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 like yeah. what do you, do you gotta, like I, I don't worry. I, do you have time? Like go ahead and finish it up. What you got? Like I'll, I'm one <laughs> of those. To Jess and she's it's like, babe, horrible. I don't care like, about what James Bond is doing. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I don't, and she's like, Jeremy, I don't, this is not a big deal to me. Like I understand that it's a big deal to you and we're watching it, but I don't care. Um, yeah, uh, I, I feel I feel bad. Like I feel like I. Although, I uh, I watched I bleach with Jess yesterday, and she just watched me the entire time, which was pretty funny because I could not handle my um, my emotions. I got all fucking teary eyed in the middle of the episode. Not a lick of emotion happening in this episode. <laughs> Perfect. But I'm just I was just so fucking happy to see the show, and it's not like I've been bereft of the show you know I, I reread the manga all the time i'm currently in the middle of a reread right now i've been watching the old episodes it's not like this has ever left my life in any way shape or form but having the new thing just made me so fucking excited that i had tears in my eyes it was really silly but it was it was a good feeling it was just nice to be that excited about something we're broken we're broken people uh we're broken people let's talk about merlin before we talk about merlin uh I don't know if you have any affection towards hellraiser but the new hellraiser is extremely fucking good great horror movie i don't know if i've ever seen a single Hellraiser movie. I feel like I must have seen the first one. Uh, I think people think. But can that. I watch the new one without watching any? Absolutely. Of the other stuff? Yeah, yeah. Like, if anything, this feels like oh, somebody found the cube twenty years later kind of situation. Like, there's uh-huh. it, it takes some of the mythology from the original series, but like, y- y- absolutely no knowledge needed whatsoever. In fact, it probably would do. You would probably like the original more if you watch this one first. To be to be very okay, frank. Cool. Um, cool. But it's it is fucking awesome, and the. the 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 gore the body stuff this the the horror is just mm, top notch like just like whoa I can't believe they did that oh we did we watched a Ouija Origin of Evil which you told me to watch oh like four that's a good ago. one yeah uh huh pretty good I really really good like better than it has any right to be for that kind of story but that's that's Mike Flanagan right and that that's whole, Flanagan you know, yeah cast um I watched uh the first episode of uh, Midnight Club oh yeah Midnight yeah. Midnight Mass how was that Midnight Club it was good it's obviously um, like it's it's a group of teenagers, um, and I won't spoil the premise completely, but like they're all kind of gathered there, they're telling each other stories and things like that. Um, but it did a really funny thing uh, where someone is telling a story, 
to a, a group of people and like you're seeing the visuals of that right like so it's a story within a story kind of thing um and uh, the ghost in the story just it there was like a jump scare and you're like oh okay it's a jump scare and then like it does it so much it was like pow, pow, bam, bam, bam. like it starts getting mm. fast and then finally like the real story like the, the people cut in are like okay you can't use that many jump scares all right <laughs> you're gonna ruin it and it was oh, just really yeah. funny because i was like cracking up laughing like all of the horror and all of the fear had left whatsoever but i don't I'm, I'm looking forward to the rest of it i just watched the first episode so. yeah i want i want to check that show up perfect for halloween all right let's do this Merlin. 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 I'm begging of you, please don't tip my king. Merlin. 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 Is it more gonna your type of thing? Your magic. to me.